And welcome back to season three, episode 142. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. I haven't figured it out. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll chat it out and we'll see. I kind of want to touch base on a few things here on my end, like a little chit chat episode. I do apologize for my voice. I don't know what's going on. Um, my sinuses have been acting up. So, yeah, I don't sound as clear, but here we are giving you an episode that you deserve. So, you know, I always keep hearing lately that, oh, everything looks so easy. I'm so put together. Meanwhile, I'm falling apart. You know, like, what's happening? How are you doing everything? And the truth of the matter is... (laughs) I don't have a life. (laughs) I'm joking. Partially. I work really hard for the things that I want. Even though I make it look easy, there's a part of me that just makes the effort and the dedication to the things that I want to do. For example, my event. We're going to talk about it. September 10th, 2022. 998 Queen Street East. I'm working hard behind the scenes um, to get everything ready to sell tickets, to show off speakers, um, vendors, sponsors, swag bags, you name it. I'm probably doing it. And I've been working on this since January in my head. It's now July. My event is in September. And I've been formulating the idea of my event since January. Realistically, wanted to do it in February, but you know, things happen. But so you can understand when somebody takes an idea and they bring it out of their head to you, that's should be called magic. That should be called magic because just the creative thought process behind what somebody wants to do is endless. The ideas, the connecting the thoughts, the effort, right? And And I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, like, I'm never going to get the props that I deserve. I think it was Eminem who said it in a rap song, um, you know, in his prime, that he was never going to get the props that he deserves. And I understand that because you put so much, I can speak for myself, you put so much of you in a project. You put so much of you in your service, in your idea, in your product, in your business. You put so much idea and effort and time that when you hear negative feedback or when you hear somebody go, oh, well, everything's so easy for you, it kind of discredits you a little bit because of the sacrifices that you give, right? 
everybody's life is different. Everybody takes different turns and different twists. Uh, for instance, right now where I'm at in my life, I have spare time. So it's not like, you know, I don't really have much of a family. I am a full-time caregiver to my mom. Yes. And I'm the emotional support to a lot of people, but per se, I don't have like a hectic family life, have a hectic work life, but I don't have a hectic family life. So this is my time to work on the projects that I would like, just how you have had time to work on the things that you like at your given time. And it may not always be that way, right? There's, there's right now, I told you guys about my back and right now that's killing me and it's slowing me down, right? Because I'm in pain, because I'm grouchy, because I'm just over it. I like, I had to go to the doctors. He did an x-ray. I'm waiting on results. It's really annoying, right? This, especially since I'm go, 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 go. And, and, um, I'm helping a few friends in their businesses and their projects. And I have my business, my projects to work on as well. So sometimes it's, you know, near midnight and I still haven't even touched my to-do list, right? And we can talk about how overwhelming that is. But then I look at myself and I'm like, okay, well, this is a one-man show. You edit, you produce, you host, you market your own podcast alone. That alone takes up so much of my time, right? So, and then I have Wisdom Wednesday, then I have the channel, then I have to answer to all my vendors and everybody that I've been working with for the event. So, you know, that kind of adds up. So whenever you see something and you see it for 40 seconds, or you see a podcast episode for 15 minutes, you think, wow, this is so easy. And it's not, right? So if you have an idea, if you have a business, if you have a thing that you want to pursue, it may not look like you want at the very beginning. It's not. It's not. And then you'll have you'll have people that want to work with you whose work ethic is not even remotely close to yours, but they have the resources, right? They have the money to hire different people. They have living living circumstances that are different with you, than yours, right? They may not have all the bills that you have or all the responsibility that you have. So thus their projects kind of develop a bit faster. I'm not saying that one person is less than the other. It's just, I need you to look properly at that person's circumstances and your circumstances and how different everybody's circumstances are. And that determines the outcomes of your projects, right? Not that you're comparing yourself, but sometimes I turn around and I see a creator or an influencer that has, you know, X amount of followers on Instagram and they launch a podcast. And in the first six weeks, they're number one. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I've been doing this for three years. I've barely done what they've done. But then I look and I see, okay, well, they've been in the game longer than I have. They have PR people behind them. They have a website. You know, they've developed themselves in a certain area that I haven't. So the results, as proud and happy as I am, won't be the same as mine because I haven't been doing this long enough. So if you look at things like, you know, am I looking at consistency? Am I looking at, you know, determination? Am I looking at the amount of revenue that they're generating? And I'm comparing it to myself who's in a completely different life life than they are, right? So 
this kind of goes back and circles in for somebody who's compared themselves to you or somebody who who thinks they can't do what you do when they can. They can and they will, but they have to kind of sit down and focus on what they want their goal to be and what they want their outcome to be. And it may take longer for them to have that outcome than you, or it may take them less time to have the outcome than you because they've been able to tap into a different resource that you haven't been able to. So everybody's life is different and everybody's life takes different twists and turns to why they get the acquired results that they do. Somebody successful one day today could have taken them 10, 15 years to do. And that's the reality of things. So you have to really sit there and map out what your plans are, what your objectives are, what your availability is, what you can put into a project, what you can't put into a project. So this will determine the outcome that you get, right? It It's not about luck. I don't think there's such thing about luck. If there is, girl, I'd be out there trying to buy it, you know, monthly payments, bi-weekly payments, whatever it is. But it's not, it's not about luck. It's about knowing what you can do, where your threshold is, and how many times you can repeat that same action until you get your desired results, right? There, there may not be a secret formula. And you know what? You may be doing something and you may find out that that ain't your thing. And that's cool too. If it ain't, then at least you would have learned something along the way about yourself that will open doors for you to develop the next thing. Or maybe it's just not your time and you can come back and circle to it. So many of us kind of, if we fail the first time, we're like, oh, that's it. No, shut the, shut the door. It ain't happening. And the truth of the matter is it ain't happening right now with that kind of attitude either, right? Your attitude determines everything. Um, one thing I can say about myself is my attitude. I have, <laughs> I have a fun approach to a lot of things. And realistically for me, there's no bad outcomes. At least at this point, there's no bad outcomes. I think that everything is a learning lesson. And I think that everything is working in my favor, even though it doesn't look like it. Sometimes it'd be all jacked up over here on my end. I'm like, oh my God, this didn't go my way. And that didn't go my way. And nobody likes me. Nobody's watching me. Nobody wants to listen to me. I'm never going to make it. And I can go down that rabbit hole, but this is not what you're listening to me for, right? Then I turn around and I see a text message or a DM, or I get a phone call from somebody, you know, telling me, Hey, I really appreciated that episode that you did. I learned so much from you. I, I thought it was really interesting how you shared your life experience about that. And just those small, things. It may never be, who knows, it may never be the grand, you know, outcome that I think in my head. But I like to think that at least once a day, I've impacted somebody that I come in contact with. And that to me may just be enough. That just may be enough for me to continue, right? Ambition is something that um, I'm working on. I think I'm overly ambitious. At times, I I really think that I um, that I want too much and that it's not realistic, and then I get frustrated, right? So ambitious, ambition is something that uh, I've struggled with my whole life because I think I just got too much of it. <laughs> it's true, y'all. Like, 
I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I can do this, that, and this and that. And I want to do everything in two hours. And then when one task takes me three hours, I think, oh man, I'm such a loser. I'm never going to complete this. So I'm very ambitious and I have very high standards for myself, which is where sometimes I fail to see that I'm also human, that I can also get tired, that my body can also break down, that there's people in my life that require attention, that require affection. Honestly, my dog is probably the most demanding one. (laughs) It's true. This chick can't even see me on the phone. Like sometimes I'm in the living room and I'm having a, a, a meeting with just like anybody and it's not something, it's just like a conversation and I don't need to be in front of the computer writing notes down. It's kind of like a get to know each other or reiterate what we've already talked about. And this dog of mine sits in front of me and goes, and I'm like, what? And she will whine and bitch and moan until I pick her up. Then she proceeds to put her, she like, she snooches in next to me. There's a big old couch in my living room, by the way. It's like a one, two, three. It's a three-seater. And then it has like the long where you can, you know, stretch your leg out. And that big old couch, and she will come and she will nestle right next to my thigh. And she'll put her little cute face on top of my leg and look at me. This is my dog, okay? This is kind of a tension she demands. So if this is just my dog, you can just imagine other areas of my life of how my dog is just, you know, one of the most demanding people in my life. So at that point, you know, sometimes she's barking. So I have to put the person on hold. I have to pet her. I carry her like a baby, honestly. Like it's really bad. Maybe I have like baby fever and I just don't want to admit it. But after I do all that, then she kind of calms out. Also half joke about the baby fear. And then I think about like, Hannah, who are you going to have a baby with? And then that idea goes down the drain. But I would assume that eventually God will bless me with somebody who will want to do these things with me. But um, until now, my annoying dog and you listening to me are going to be my children. So, you know, children or child, I don't know yet either. But it's, it's funny how I would never think about this before. And now all of a sudden it's in the forefront of my head. We'll talk about that in another episode. But um, yeah, my dog is demanding. So if you can't imagine just my dog and her demands, you can't imagine the rest of my area. It's like I got to be everything to everyone, but nothing to myself some days. And that's tiring all on its own. Um, so, and then I hear you make everything look so easy. And I'm like, yo, I haven't had a day to myself in, since March. July. I haven't had a day, a full day to myself since March, which is utterly insane. I've been trying to make it to the movies because I've been trying to see a movie and I haven't been able to. Um, So you can understand now whenever you tell me, oh, everything looks so easy, the amount of work that I do in the back end of things. Somebody take me to the movie, yo. Like, anyone would take your girl to a movie? (laughs) Send me a DM if you want to. I still have fun. I, I don't share snacks. I don't like sharing snacks. I don't like sharing drinks. Very only child of me. Um, I could do dinner before or after. Well, no, after. Yeah, after. Because then before, then I'm rushing and I don't want to be late for the movies unless you pick your seat. But then there's always some weirdo that wants to sit in your seat too. And then it gets all like annoying because you got to call it the chick with the light and you're not in the right seat. Eh. After. Anyways. Watch somebody DM me on some let's go to the movies and be like, who are you? 
I didn't say this, and then I'll remember I said it in the podcast, and I'll have to come through. But um, I've been blabbing here for a minute. I think I've thought of the name of this episode, and it's called Making It Look Easy, right? Um, So let's see. I think that's what I'm going to call it. Thank you so much for listening to me. A bit nasally, but here I am showing up. If nobody's told you today, I love you. This is your favorite podcast host. Hannah Guzman coming at you from her bedroom studio in Toronto, wishing you the best week ever. Toodles. All that you get to me once now, baby, but I'll never let you win the game. All that you get to me once now, baby, but I'll never let you win the game.